Welcome to the UC Berkeley Data Science Education Podcast. We're happy you're listening in today. In this space, you'll hear from a variety of distinguished data science educators and professionals. The individuals we'll speak with are diverse in experience and perspective, but share the common goal of shaping the future of data science education. Our idea is to have some informal conversations with the goal of creating community and let people hear from practitioners in this growing new field. My name is Eric Van Dusen from Data Science Undergraduate Studies in the Division of Computing, Data Science, and Society at UC Berkeley, and I'll be leading our conversation today. And my name is Harry Lee, also from Data Science Undergraduate Studies. I'm working as an intern with the division's external pedagogy team, and I'll be helping out today too. Hi, Kathy. Welcome. Could you give us a brief introduction on how you got into the topic of data science education and what you're working on in this area? So I've been working on computing education outreach for 25 years, half of that time as co-director of Bootstrap. Bootstrap integrates computing content into existing middle and high school courses. And one of my fellow co-directors, Shrim Krishnamurthy, created a computational social science class at Brown 20 years ago. So we had bootstrapped thinking about integrating computing into other disciplines. Shurim was thinking about computational social science. I love teaching non-majors how to get um, access and approach computing. So when we brought all these ideas together, bootstrap data science kind of grows out of those threads coming together all at once. Currently, I approach data science education from multiple angles. In addition to bootstrap, which focuses on K-12, I teach intro computing at the university level, and I'm one of the directors of undergraduate studies for the Brown Computer Science Department. So add into there that I'm a research in computing education, and I come at this now from simultaneous perspectives of teaching and learning and policy and research and professional development. Right now, I'm working on designing an intro course in data-centric computing that blends data science, data engineering, computer science, and social impacts of computing. I'm writing the textbook for that course, and we're working on a project on how to teach students to identify social threats that could arise from computational solutions in which data plays a big role. Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, so what's a challenge that you've faced while trying to move like from computer science towards data science education? I see an over-association of statistics and data science. Obviously, statistics is a key part of data science. But if we look at data science in practice, a lot of the work and frankly, a lot of the sources of errors in that work arise around computational concerns how we manage data, how we safeguard our data, how we manipulate it in responsible ways, and so on. These tasks generally fall under the title of data engineering, and that's often cast as a fairly advanced topic. But it doesn't have to be an advanced topic. And if we let ourselves start by blending computing and statistics, we end up able to address a lot of the policy challenges of data science education. But there's some challenge in getting people to see that and to realize why it why it's important. Great. Thank you so much for that perspective. Um, I wanted to ask to build off of that question, what do you see as the future for data science education? How do you think it's going to continue to evolve over time? It's too big a space to have one future. 
right? When you look at as many grade levels and disciplines and different kinds of learners and workforce constraints, I don't think it has one future. But as an educator, what I see is data science having a substantial potential to simultaneously address some long-standing challenges that we've talked about at a national level around things like equitable access to STEM education, preparation in math, career readiness, access to computing, making uh, academic content culturally relevant or community relevant for students. And I think data science education is poised to get to some interesting places if we can figure out how to get there. Awesome. Thank you for that answer. I, I love that perspective. And so in order to get there, I think you would agree that building a community around data science educators is, is pretty important. So I want to ask you, how should we as, as data science educa educators and data scientists be creating and evolving this community around data science education? We have to recognize that this community is going to be extremely diffuse no matter what we do. There will be data science education communities popping up in any discipline that currently works with data, and it won't all be one community. And we're not all going to have the same needs or the same goals for data science education. We have to make sure that we're not going to end up in this never-ending cycle of trying to define what data science is. We could easily spend the next decade arguing across all these fields about what data science is to make sure we get to the right definition. And we've seen this in computing when we tried to define computational thinking. We're still arguing about what computational thinking means. And it's not clear that that gets us towards a community or towards having the hard conversations that are gonna let us be successful at what, we, what we're trying to do. So I think to build a community, one of the things we're going to think about is what are some of the boundaries or one of the traits of data science that we want to embrace across all these fields? And then within that, stay open to a lot of different approaches or things that people want to try um, instead of trying to, to over-cohese it, because I don't think we'll get there. I see. So, so now I wanted to dig a little deeper into your personal experience and ask, um, why do you think it's important for CS courses to integrate data science techniques? And how have you done this with um, the CS111 course? So I think there's two main drivers for why it's important. From the computer science side, data plays such a large role in so many computational projects that a, computer, a current computer science student has to understand how to leverage the strengths and avoid the pitfalls of working with data. So I think computer science needs to modernize to embrace data because that's just part of the responsibility to our students. But on the flip side, you know, we're also seeing huge numbers of students trying to take some computer science or some data science before they graduate college to be ready for careers, um, wherever, whatever fields they're, they're trying to be in. And you know what I found is most students, or many students at least, they don't really understand the difference between computer science and data science. They know they're things they should do something about, but they can't really articulate either one. So if we're able to integrate the two topics in one course, we let students experience both fields before they have to make a premature choice of which one they want to study in more depth. Or 
deciding they don't want to study at all. That's also just fine. But it, I think it helps to put them side by side so that students can appreciate what, what they both are and, and how they might use them. So what we've done with 111 is try to come up with a course that would let students experience a blend of data science, data engineering, and computer science in a way that they can then go off to a second course in either a data science side or a computer science side, or again, no more courses, but maybe work with a faculty member in another department on, on a project. The way we have, have done this design, and I should point out that this is a course that draws a significant percentage of non-computing majors. So I would say only less than half of the students in this course think they're going to go on to a subsequent data science or computer science class. So we have students from all over the university. We actually start by working with tables as the first form of data that students program over. Everybody's experienced a spreadsheet in some form or another. We work with a programming language that lets us bring the tables in as a, as a piece of data. And when we're first learning to program, what we're really learning how to do is how to manipulate tables, how to decompose problems into operations on tables. We do the, the tables part for a while, and then we start looking at problems where tables really aren't a very good representation of the data. Um, there's some forms of data, for example, if you're doing genealogy for medical purposes and you need relationships between people so you can trace medical ancestry, that's really unpleasant to put in a table and, and navigate it. Computer science has data structures like trees for, for purposes like this. So the second part of the course expands our data structures beyond the table. The third part of the course, we pick up all of this and show students how to handle it in a professional language in, uh, through Python. Python, you know, people talk about it being really easy for beginners. It has a lot of stumbling points for beginners, especially if you want to do things like data science and pandas and whatnot. So we actually start in a different programming environment and then lift it all back to professional practice once students have learned how to break down computations, how to test programs, right? People don't teach testing enough the first time they see computing. So this is kind of all the high-level design. It's sort of data science and engineering into data structures and then back to data science and engineering, but having lifted up into a professional-grade environment for doing so. Thank you. That's amazing. Um, could you uh, touch on Bootstrap and your experience there? I, I know there's a lot. Um, I guess some of my prompts would be, do you think that there's stuff from Bootstrap that would be useful at the undergraduate level? Or do people coming from a Bootstrap background in high school, would they be like pr more prepared for the undergraduate level? So just to give context on Bootstrap for, for listeners who, who haven't seen it, what the Bootstrap data science curriculum tries to do is, first of all, help students get an understanding of how to write expressions that do basic manipulations with information. We actually start by drawing shapes and having students compose shapes to learn the structure of a program and the structure of a computation. Then we start teaching them table operations 
and how to do similar kinds of operations on tables so that they can take questions about data sets and turn them into small programs. So really the mantra in Bootstrap Data Science is from questions to programs that help us answer those programs. That is the beginning of CS111. I mean, frankly, the first two weeks of my CS111 course are Bootstrap, um, taught at a faster pace, obviously, and then we, we build it out from, from there. So yeah, I think there's a lot there. What I find working with non-majors, you know, they, non-majors who haven't programmed before aren't just going to sit down and be able to, to write scripts and think about how, how computations work. They need to be able to see that there's a structure to code and a structure to computation before they try to turn that into computations that process data. So we use the bootstrap techniques of scaffolding with, with images and whatnot to get them off the ground. But I don't think it's nice to students to just throw them into Python or R or something like that when they haven't programmed before and say, oh, here, this is easy. It's not easy for students who haven't done this before. Thanks for that. Um, so uh, on that note, I wanted to switch a little bit to your experience about evaluation. Okay. So uh, could you give, you know, do you have general advice about, you know, evaluating new curriculum as data science curriculums being sort of newly rolled out in multiple places? So as somebody who reviews a lot of papers in computing education, I think the biggest evaluation mistake I see is not having a clear question in the first place. So you will get papers where somebody says, we want to prove that this curriculum was effective. The back half of that sentence is missing. Effective at what? Right? We design curricula to teach something or to build a particular attitude or particular skill. And if you're not clear on what the thing is that you're trying to achieve with what you've designed, you're not going to do an evaluation that's useful. So my biggest piece of advice on evaluation is know what you're measuring. So for example, in, in a bootstrap context, we are interested in evaluating whether students are able to take a problem and break it down into a series of operations on tables. Oh, I have to reorder things, I have to compute a new column, I have to filter out some rows. And we will do evaluations that check how well students are doing at those skills to say, is our pedagogy lined up with that? Uh, so I think it's, it's, that's really a big part of it, is think about what it is you're actually claiming you do, because you don't do the kitchen sink. None of us do. Nice. Thank you for that. Um, do you have, uh, you, it sounds like you're developing new curriculum right now. Are you going to be developing that course further? Or are you going to be developing new courses in this area in the next few years? I don't expect to develop new courses for a while because there's so much work still to be done on 111. So as a computing education researcher, I want to know that the decisions we've made in that course are supported by research. So we're actually doing quite a bit of educational research to validate the various design decisions we've made in that course. So we look at, for example, the sequence order of problems and topics. Do they actually build on each other 
in the way students learn to design programs and decompose problems and understand errors in tables. When we look at linguistic choices, are the kinds of conceptions that students are forming, positive or negative, are they supported or hindered by the language constructs that we're using? So we do a lot of programming languages research around how students are designing and, and working with, with data. There's uh, work we're doing on how students identify and reason about potential errors, threats, and adversaries in programs and data-facing programs. So I think it would be premature to move on to a new course until we've like done the research to really establish this one and learn as much as we can from it. So That's really exciting. No, it would be really exciting to to hear how much you can sort of like evolve and iterate. Well, we keep updating the textbook with the research basis, so it'll it'll show up in there. That's cool. All right, that's um, you know, those are our main questions. Do you have any parting thoughts or words of wisdom for people who are coming new to this field of data science education? You know, in my 25 years of doing K to 12 outreach, I think the biggest thing I've learned is that school systems are vastly more complicated than any academic gives them credit for. It's easy to assume that, you know, I'm brilliant, I have this great idea about how to teach, and I'm gonna export it to K-12, because, you know, I've got great curricula and I know how to teach. The number of moving parts and constraints and challenges in a school system are immense, and, The hubris that academics have in thinking we understand that system is really kind of funny once you've been at this for a while. So it takes a lot of sweat equity to actually take something that looks sensible on paper and adapt it to work either with a K-12 school system or frankly even often with non-majors who don't find themselves geared towards STEM, for example. Or the kinds of, when we talk about equitable computing, I'm sorry, equitable data science education. Back up. When we talk about equitable data science education, it's really easy to assume that whatever we design is going to work for students regardless of the backgrounds they're coming from. And that's just not what's proven in, in practice. So I think my my words of wisdom is if you want to get into this work, by all means do it. It's fun. It's fascinating. But go into it with some respect um, because it is a lot harder than most people realize before they get started. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you're interested in learning more about data science education resources, please subscribe to our Substack to get notified when we release any future podcasts. And join our community Slack channel through the link provided in this episode's description. Thank you.